0: It's Leanne here from the Alberta Motorcycle Safety Society, and welcome to Think Bike, a podcast about all things motorcycle and the voice of motorcycle safety and awareness in Alberta. We will talk about everything from tips and myths on gear, maintenance, techniques, education, and so much more with our most very informed guests. Thank you for joining us today. On today's podcast, we have Trevor Deck from Too Cool Motorcycle School joining us. How are you today, Trevor? Trevor.
1: I am awesome. Just <laughs> That's happy great. Happy to be here talking about safety and enjoying a little inside inside temperature, let's say, on this
0: cool day. <laughs> Let me start with first a little bit of history on Too Cool. Tell me how long you've been in business and what kind of services you offer.
1: Well, you know, I started uh, teaching 1991 with a driving school in 2003, uh, they wanted to go a different route, and we thought, you know what? Let's opened up two, two in two thousand three, really two cool motorcycle school, and uh, I, I kind of took it over in two thousand six with a partner, and just in two thousand seventeen, now it's uh, it's basically all under my little wing and my partner, uh, my wife Lancy, the motorcycle operations manager, helping out as well. So, yeah, so uh, we've been we've been at it for a little while. It's basically my thirtieth year, and coming up to twenty eight thousand students in the next oh. year or
0: so. Jeez. So you're just new at this. <laughs> yeah, I
1: just, I just started. But, you know, I feel really enthused. <laughs>
0: that's awesome. And when we started at the AMSS, you were right there, right from the beginning, and have, like, partnered with us from there. What does that mean to you that we've been doing this together for five or six years now?
1: You know, we we always promote family. And it's about community. And that's, that's the spirit that we try to, to bring forth when we introduce someone to this sport that we love so much. And when you see someone that like yourself to take that initiative, to go that one step further, it's it's very similar to people that start up the Ride for Dad and the Ride for Sight. And this, this is just another, almost like an appendage hangout going, you know what? We're gonna try and promote safety and here's some great ideas. And it's just a, a great little forum to to explain that and and you know and you're not trying to force it down people you're just giving people the actual here here here's the notes they do with what they please but at least we can say from from a safety standpoint look we want this sport to be safe we don't want it to cost billions of dollars in health care and then all of a sudden the regulators come in and they have to say this and that it's like what can we do as riders and, and individuals and family like we would look after our own uh, our own family you know and that's that's exactly what i see what you've done. so thank you very much for for taking that initiative. Well,
0: that's such a great way to explain it and I appreciate all those words. And like you said, we don't force things down people's throat, which brings me to our topic for today, which is helmets. And as we're all adults and we can choose whatever type of helmet that we want to wear, as AMS says, we'll give you compelling reasons why you might want to choose a specific type of helmet, like a full face versus a half face. And I know this is this may sound weird that we're talking to a uh, an instructor about this, but Trevor has in depth knowledge about everything motorcycles and has done some research on helmets. What kind of different helmets are there out there, and how would you rank them from best to worst, if they're if we have to say worst?
1: Yeah, well, let's let's look at it. The brand doesn't mean anything. Like It could be Rye, it could be HEC. It's about what does the helmet offer for what a helmet is supposed to do as far as protection. We're not just talking about falling on the ground. We know the ground doesn't care what bike you own. Um, it So it's about all the gear all the time. So how is this certain helmet going to protect you, not only if you fall, but just general riding? And what I say in classroom is, you know, What's, what's the worst helmet as far as protection people have seen? People put their hand up and they talk about the skid lid and I said, oh, don't get so mad about that. Maybe, maybe it comes with a manual, how you can fall off the bike each and every time and land directly on top of the head. Anybody read that manual? Uh, I haven't read it yet. I've hit the ground at new big speeds at the racetrack and I tend to fall and roll. So I'm trying to think, okay. People know this helmet, it doesn't offer, the. it's the minimum requirements by DOT. All right, you can ride with that, but you take that risk every time that, hey, you might think you're never going to fall. I remember when I was 16, 17, I'm never going to fall until I got hit by a car. And now I'm laying on the of my bike and I'm like, I didn't have anything to do with that. And then I, I noticed the rules in racing, you know, you're going to take yourself out, someone's going to take you out, and you're going to take someone else out. And that's the same rules of the road, really, for just street riding. So, yeah, you could say the skid lid, as far as protection is concerned, falling, it provides very little coverage, and people should know that. And they, they know. I, I They just can't look at it and go, oh, this is going to protect me. But what about a rock? I say, I say, who, who's who got a really good dental program? And, you know, some of the up. So, well, remember that rock that chipped your windshield on Deerfoot Trail at 100K? Well, if it hits you in the face, there's going to be a point where The level of pain is above the level and love of riding. And that's going to cause a distraction. And you never know what could happen at that point. So we think not just about if you fall, but think about how it's going to protect you while you ride. You get a three-quarter, okay? Now you got protection of the back of the head, and that's going to help if you get hit there because that's a respiratory control center. So yeah, but it's still, you're missing that facial coverage. And gosh, if you were to fall and break your, your chin and have to get your jaw wired, and you think you're claustrophobic already wearing a full face helmet. Imagine having a jaw and have to have your favorite steak through a straw. Like really, like we, I'm saying it cause I don't want people to experience that. We had one lady years ago, her name was Brenda and she came up and she was, you know, getting ready for the course. She goes, I have my own helmet. Well, I'm like, well, that's too cool. We just, we want you to wear the full face helmet just in case anything happens. She goes, well, my three courses fine and it's approved. I'm like, I understand that, but you have two options. You can go home and that's fine. You can do your own thing, but if you just wear the helmet, just And night two, something happened, and she let the clutch go, and she found she banged into something, and her head hit the tank, actually bending the tank. And at the end of that, she came out after she was she was okay. Everything's fine. Tank was bent. Um, good for riding with guys now. There's an extra room there from talking, you know, you know. But she came up to me and she just came. This is before COVID, and just. She was in tears, not because what happened, just because the helmet saved her. And she gave me a hug. She goes, I am so sorry for giving you pushback and attitude. I never in a million years thought that this could happen. And that's that's what you hear. You know, people get in a crash. I never thought this would happen. Well, how can we minimize the injuries? It's simple, just wear the gear. And I love putting on the helmet. I know you do. You put it on and there's that sense. Of, it's like you're in a tent and you're like, this is awesome. Let's go. It's like, you're a superhero. And it's well, I'm just, not going to you know,
0: lie. It took me a bit to get into a full face helmet myself. I've taken a B in. Yeah. No, I had a, I had a, well, that's one of the, it's one of the myths we'll get into a little bit later on, but I had that claustrophobia issue. Like I, I do. And, but I've taken a bee to the face, you know, things like that. So totally hear what you're saying, but just to add to it, you know, we have that icon helmet that we bring in our display where they did the study of your impact zones in collisions. And the percentage of um, where you're most likely to have impact in a collision is around your jawline the most. So I don't know about you, Trevor, but I kind of like my face. You probably like yours. I would like to keep it intact. But so what you about... What about modular helmets? Because I always thought that there's a concern about the hinge on them and if that could come loose in a collision.
1: Probably maybe in some of the earlier models of the modular helmets, but the new ones, especially on some of the the better, let's say, uh, makes out there, their device for opening the helmet is kind of pretty secured. Like you'd have to hit it just enough a crazy way for it to come come off. Mm-hmm. So I don't think that's really too much of a, of an issue. The biggest issue is with the modules is just have to remember to click it down. Right. Because right. Everybody knows like studies done in 2000, you know, 16, you know, there's you know the helmet saved 18, 1859 people, right? And and 802 more of those would have been saved if if you know um if they just would have wore the helmet in that. It's just it's 30, it, it, the stats say, look, 37% less of a chance of getting killed wearing a helmet. So, and, and just just wear the one that feels the best for you and think about protection against, so, you know, that bee that you talked about or that yeah. rock. And hopefully, hopefully you never, ever hit the ground. But if you do, at least you're, you, the, the injuries are minimized. You can get up and ride again and buy a new helmet or whatever, it's just, I don't know. It's just, it's like if you play a professional sport, there's a certain amount of equipment and this is a recreational sport. So if you just look at it like that, if, if you had your kids to get on a bike, wouldn't you want them to wear a helmet? Things yeah. like okay, skiing. Here's a great one for me. I skied ever since I was little, I went into ski seller and the guy's trying to sell me a helmet. I'm like, I don't need a helmet. He goes, sir, I'm probably a better skier than you. Cause I'm on the Canadian Olympic team. I wear a helmet because if some kid cuts me off and I have to get out of the way and I hit a tree, that's why I wear a ski helmet. I'm like, why are we even having this discussion? I'm like, I'm a motorcycle instructor. I sit and right away, and I found it so much more comfortable to, to wear, keep my head warmer. So there's so many advantages as far as the environment. So if people just look, okay, we know that helmet protection for fall, but how can it help me enjoy riding even more? Because it's the biggest screen you'll ever have in your life, and it's just amazing to be around to enjoy it.
0: And that's a good thing to come in on is the myths that you hear. And let's talk really quickly about some of these because people think it reduces vision or, you know, that you can't, your peripheral vision is hindered. And you had an interesting um, take on that with eye training exercises to kind of clarify how this actually works.
1: Yeah. Most helmets like full faces are 10 to 20 degrees more than what a human can see with their far peripheral anyhow. So what can we do? And we say this at the, in our school, we, we show you two things, how important your eyes are to your safety and what you need to practice correctly the rest of your career. So eye training exercises are something that was shared with me when I took a course down the state from Rich Oliver, which was given to him from King Kenny Roberts and blah, blah, blah before that. And it's it's a simple little eye exercise. Like you could put one thumb in front, like, at arm, like close to you so it's in focus, another one at arm's length and you just focus on both put a thumb out and focus far at the far object, come back and focus. You're playing with your focus. It's like circuit training. When you go into the gym, you work out a muscle, but not too many people go out to work their muscles that control their eyes, ability to focus. I remember Michelle Mercier, um, saw me one time and he was really worried about my riding way back then. (laughs) And he gave me a little eye exercise. He says, you know, you can sit in a room and move your eyes to each corner and each, all the details, maybe the receptacle Move your eyes, but then, do another one. Don't move your eyes and move your attention to those areas. So you're not scanning with your eyes. You're moving your attention. And that's what we, as part of our school, as part of the homework of the curriculum, is here. Here's a whole bunch of gifts about eye exercises. And what I found when I've gone in for my eye training exercise, uh, or sorry, my eye, my eye uh, exams, my eyes are equally getting a little bit better because I, I, I do this 10 times a week. And I showed this with the students and it's it's helped me. And you know, I'm not getting any younger and I want to make sure that I can ride and, and, and love this for a long time. And I don't want to miss out. I don't want to not, and you know, we see, oh, you got to use the vision to, to be aware of all the bad dangers out there, which you know, and I know less than 2%, but the other 98% of some amazing things you're going to see. Oh my gosh, from down in Baja to Mojave Desert to the mountains, which is just stunning and that's why we want to protect our eyes. You know goggles yeah, that's the best because it surrounds the eyes. But man, this eye protection and on the full face helmets, modular helmets, it's it's the best you can get. If you ever take a rock in there, you can keep on riding. Don't have to spend any money on band-aids.
0: You know, Trevor, I love talking to you. You're one of my favorite people because we can talk all day long. Uh, I look forward to having you on shows in the future uh, to talk about more kind of tips and myths and stuff. I want to thank you so much for joining us today and all the great information that you provided us regarding helmets. To make sure that you don't miss out on any of our upcoming podcasts, or to listen to previous ones, please make sure you follow us wherever you get your podcasts from. If there's a topic that you would like us to cover or a guest that you think would be great on the show, let us know. How? Well, you can follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube, where you'll also get more information on motorcycle safety and awareness, or reach out to us through our website at ab-amss.org. Always remember to ride smart, ride safe, and think bike. See you on the road.